God states very clearly that faith without works is dead. You have people inside the Senate. You have people that are supposed to be on your side. Make the decision to live and die on your turn. You are not wrong. They have to us about everything. The border, the elections. I remember America and the American gun owner are the only things standing in the way of the Great Reset. Who's got the teaching aid? We are fighting a war against principalities. We are fighting a war against evil. I pray that we get to look into the eyes of every single child in this country proudly, that those children can look back and be proud of us, knowing that we fought for them. Men, I don't talk with empty words. Those teaching aids, those are called balls. Gentlemen, I've given you back your balls. You only got one? Improvise. God's given us a chance to make it right. He's created a remnant for a reason. You are the remnant. I want you to know we're winning. God is with us. And in the end, we know how this ends. Welcome back to another episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Ash Epp, and Mr. Joe Oltman will be joining us here in a moment. And today, uh, there's been some pretty explosive reporting that has come out. Uh, Naomi Wolf wrote a guest post on Second Smartest Guy in the World Substack, and we're going to be going through that about how the uh, Chinese Communist Party is way more involved in coronavirus, both the virus the the PCR tests, the um, vaccines, all of it, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna dig into that. And then also, uh, there's some some new information out about Huawei and uh, the U.S. relationships with Huawei and, and the, what the Biden administration is planning on and is planning on doing about that. So really, you know, we've titled this show "China's Endgame." We're gonna dig into. What is really going on with our foreign policy? What's really going on with our telecommunications infrastructure? What's really going on with our healthcare? Um, and uh, what is China's Belt and Road uh, Initiative? So we're gonna we're gonna be digging into all of that. And uh, as I said, Mr. Altman will be joining me here in in just a moment. So let's uh, let's get going. Let's start with with Huawei. Uh, Mr. Producer, if you could pull up A1. This is out uh, today from Reuters. Exclusive U.S. probes China's Huawei over equipment near missile silos. And flip to the next one. We're just going to dig right into this. The Biden administration is investigating Chinese. You could stop right there. It's a joke. It could stop the Biden administration investigating anything having to do with China is is uh, a bit laughable. The Biden administration is investigating Chinese telecoms equipment maker Huawei over concerns that U.S. cell towers fitted with its gear could capture sensitive information from military bases, missile silos, and and missile silos that the company could then transmit to China to people familiar with the matter said. Authorities are concerned Huawei could obtain sensitive data on military drills and the readiness status of bases and personnel via the equipment, one of the people said, requesting anonymity because the investigation is confidential and involves national security. All right, so this is... U.S. cell towers, so we're talking about U.S. cell towers that are fitted with Huawei technology. Welcome, Mr. Oltman. Hey, thanks for having me. 
<laughs> Sorry about that. I, I, had a, I had a few technical difficulties happening all at the same time. So thanks for all good keeping us straight. So we're just we're just kicking off here and uh, Huawei. So Huawei in the news today with the Biden administration investigating laughably uh, Chinese tele- telecoms equipment maker Huawei. Uh, and so this is looking at the, the Huawei 5G technology and other uh, electronics and, and chips and all sorts of things that they create for us put on U.S. cell towers throughout the nation. And this article is about fear that they could be spying on our troop readiness. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that's the only issue. I think if we look at Dr. Burke's uh, comments about how she was obstructed information getting to President Trump and how they wanted to slowly leak things in from two weeks to slow to spread to what they did in shutting down the economy for nearly 14 months, I think what they're trying to do is things slowly enough that we adopt to it. Yeah. And so this is just another one of those things where we have this Chinese invasion that's happening in the nation. And you, you could say, hey, it's a conspiracy. We used to say that the, the, the time between a conspiracy theory and it becoming true was, you know, a couple of years. Now it's it's a couple of days. Yeah, days, weeks. And, yeah. and so I think we have to look at the why. Like, why are they doing the things they're doing? Why are they allowing? Why would you ever allow a Chinese telecom company, when knowing the, the capabilities of uh, 5G technology? And if, if those of you that don't know, it could, re- it could replace wired technology almost completely once it has full band, yeah. once it has the full band capability. Matter of fact, most of the places that you go in Japan and in China are all based on this technology. So, it, it, we're looking at the slow boil that brings us up to the place where they can circumvent and uh, replace uh, our constitutional rights. And, and they're, they're, it, yeah. the next thing is going to be a crisis. The next thing is going to be an attack on our soil. And then they'll justify lockdowns the same way that they did with the Patriot Act in 2001. Yeah, and you know, the slow boil is a great reference. You mentioned. Um, Dr. Burks's book, and and in that book, uh, Post Millennial came out with great reporting on this, saying we are the frog. Uh, she she admits to the fact that uh, they they were hiding numbers, they were uh, trying to make things seem worse than they were, they were driving lockdown policy instead of re- re- uh, responding to a virus, and and the American people are the frog in this scenario. Well, well, and it's not a victimless crime. No, I think that. If we look at it for what it is, it's not a victimless crime. It is actually a crime that caused mass suicide, yep. mental illness, uh, depression, breakdowns of, of marriages, relationships, uh, breaks in families between you know mother and and uh, son, husband and wife. It, it is what they have done in this country to destroy everything that we stand for. Is it's purposeful? Absolutely. And if we, you know, my friend Theo said it last year when he was on the show, and obviously some of you will remember Theo is a, a, a liberal. He's left-leaning. But he's starting to get red-pilled red and moving his way to the, to the right, much like Elon Musk. And he finds himself talking about what they do to us, they're eventually going to do to you in the suburbs. So what they do at the inner city, what they do to us in the inner city, it's coming to you in the suburbs. Well, nothing could be more true than what they've done up to date to take away just fundamental rights. And, it, and as we look at the, the, again, the chaos that has ensued, there's opportunity and chaos. There, there's a reason why if you, want to, if you want to steal something or if you want to do something wrong or if you want to take advantage of someone, you want to create as much chaos as possible to shock their sensibilities. And that's what we're dealing with now. Yeah. We have a shock of the sensibilities. 
We, yeah, yeah we, we definitely do. So let's uh, get a little bit more on this Huawei story, uh, A3. The previously unreported probe was opened by the Commerce Department shortly after Joe Biden took office early last year, the sources said, following the implementation of rules to flesh out a May 2019 executive order that gave the agency investigative authority. The agency subpoenaed Huawei in April 2021 to learn that the company's policy on sharing data with foreign parties that its equipment could capture from cell phones, including messages and geolocation data, according to the 10-page document seen by Reuters. To the next, uh, the Commerce Department said it could not confirm or deny ongoing investigations. It added that protecting U.S. persons' safety and security against malign information collection is vital to protecting our economy and national security. Huawei did not respond for request for, to requests for comment. The company has strongly denied U.S. government allegations that it could spy on U.S. customers or, pose a, or poses a national security threat. What do you think? You think they're just innocent and the U.S. government's picking, picking on them? Well, I think the U.S. government is complicit in the behavior. I think that there are people on the outside that are, that are checking into and doing the research on what Huawei is doing. And that, that's what's opening up these gaps. But I don't believe that the Commerce Department, I don't believe that the DOJ, I don't think that any, anyone inside of this, what we're seeing now inside of our government, uh, really is opposed to what China's doing. I think that they think that this just, again, is a, is a continuation of the slow boil that we've been going through for the last two years. And one of the side effects of the slow boil is public trust eroding. And and so when you think about, oh, the Biden administration is doing an investigation into a Chinese technology company, um, have does anybody have confidence that that is going to yield the truth for the American people, that a Biden administration investigation is, gonna, is going to... Uh, lead us to the truth and also after what we've seen with voting machines and with the you know trust the experts approach to technology how will we know how will we know if uh, if you know the u.s forces have done anything to combat the threat that that's posed by this technology being all over our self towers all over the nation where how are the people supposed to trust well and th this gets down to data you know knowing as much as I do about data and how you can gain access to data, if the only people that hold the cards are the government and large corporations and this corporatism, this this, this corporate authoritarianism that, that's been created in our country, then the people are never safe. The people in the United States are never safe. It It's as if we're doing that minority report. Right. You guys remember that movie, Minority, so where they are literally predicting what is going to happen in the future. It's thought police. Well, we already have, to a certain degree, thought police because they shut down your ability to think certain things. But thought police goes even deeper in that if they even suspect that you're a threat, then they can do something to basically shut you down. Yep. And by having these, I know all too well that if you have the ability to look at people's behavior and there is a shift in that behavior based upon engaging in or engaging with individuals or information, then at that point they can shut you down. Yep. And that's what China having this information, that, that's the biggest threat to us, is, is that they're all sharing this. Yep. They're, they're, they're all in this together. There's, there's one group of people that are the elites and the minions that work for them, and then the rest of the people, we either fall in line or we become their next victim. This is very much like what happened in, in the uh, early 1930s, dating all the way into the 1940s in the World War II. This is identical. There's no, there's no difference. There's absolutely right. no difference. 
Right, and it, you know, we look back on you know World War II and that time period and the lead up to World War II, and we think about you know, oh well, what where would I have been during those times? Right, would I have been hiding people and trying to keep them from an oppressive government, or would I have been you know sticking my head in the sand, turning a blind eye, and just trying to make sure I didn't lose my job or didn't get visited by by the brown shirts? And I think we're we're seeing very clearly where people line up uh you know and 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 it's it's uh it's less <laughs> it's it's less optimistic than than i would have thought because a lot of people are kind of turning turning a blind eye and, and as we get into the next the next article that we're going to cover we'll we'll see that if you could pull up a7 please mr producer uh, and again, for the audience, we're talking about Huawei technology, these 5G uh, technology and, and, and other uh, Huawei technology that's on our telecoms infrastructure. Huawei has long been dogged by U.S. government allegations it could spy on customers through authorities, in Wa though authorities in Washington have made little evidence public. So there's no evidence that the Chinese want to spy. The, companies deny, the company denies the allegations. Quote, if Chinese companies like Huawei are given unfettered access to our telecommunications infrastructure, they could collect any of your information that traverses their devices or networks. End quote. FBI Director Christopher Wray warned in a speech in 2020, worse still, they'd have no choice but to hand it over to the Chinese government if asked. And that's really um, the the one of the things we have to remember about doing business with Chinese companies and um, and involving uh, involving China in our infrastructure is that the CCP is China. That any any Chinese companies report to the CCP. We'll see that in the next segment. And so by having this having Huawei be a uh, critical component of our American infrastructure, our communications infrastructure, and other infrastructure, uh, it's it's a national security threat. Yeah. So when when we talk about national security threat directly related to how we operate as people you know we're, we're looking at worst case scenario that they have access to information on bases and critical infrastructure but they already have that access mm -hmm. they already have that access through hunter biden and joe biden and the rest of this this communist regime i want i want to know i want you to know this but i get re, uh, people reach out from china to me all the time and they go we're we're the and these are young people these are young people in china that says we are the underground mm. We are, we are fighting for our freedom. We are fighting against this communist ideology that is in China. Mm -hmm. So there is an underbelly that is happening, a swell that is happening in places where they don't have freedom. And I would argue in the United States, we don't have much freedom either. Yeah. Remember what I just said, we, we don't have any freedom. And if you look at what's happening with Huawei and you look at the other things that they've been able to do, such as buy out our land, buy out our, our pharmaceutical companies, buy out our entertainment centers and systems, um, they're they're buying out uh, large tech companies, building up private networks, uh, putting satellites in the air in partnerships with U.S.-based companies. There, there is no part of the United States that is not open to infiltration by the Chinese government, including inside the government themselves. Right. So, so we're we're not in a place right now where it's safe to be an American, and you're not free. Our freedom is not paying fifty-two cents on every dollar, not even owning your own home. Because you don't own your own home. I would argue you don't own your car. You don't own anything. You own nothing. I want you to, to come to, uh, to think about what I just said. You own nothing. 
You buy a boat, you put it on the water, you got to pay a tax, you don't pay a tax, they'll come take your boat. You buy a car, you don't put plates on it, you don't pay your taxes every, every year, you can't have that car. You are renting that car from the government. You're renting it from them. And if you want to talk about your home, if you don't pay your property tax, you lose your home. That's not a free society. Yeah. And now you have China coming in, you have Australia coming in buying up our roadways, then they're tolling every roadway that you have. So you pay 52 cents on every dollar. They want to tax you more. They're, they're in a, the process right now of adding taxes. They, they make every small to medium business fill out these forms, these tax forms, over and over and over again. The amount of, of taxes and fees, and it's oppressive on businesses. And the only businesses that seem to survive it are the ones that try to stay under the radar and don't play by the system of, of, of the the process where you have to get business licenses and you have to get insurance over here and insurance over here and you got to make sure you fill out this form and you got to uh, tell me how free you feel as an American when every April you have to fill out your taxes and tell them what they already know that you already paid in your taxes. I mean, think about it. Where, where half of the tax that you pay or half of the gas that you buy in your car is tax. And this isn't a, a this isn't a show about taxes. This is a show about how the Chinese infiltration, what they've done all over the world, is coming to America. If we go back seventy five years, the the income tax was four percent. It was four percent. Go back a hundred, and it didn't exist. So, and and we still were able to make roads. We still were able to go through an industrial revolution. We still were able to build a combustible engine. We were we were able to build airplanes, and and yeah, did someone fall out of the sky? They did. They did. But what regulation has done to our economy, what, what, what these organizations that now have the teeth of being able to come after you, the policing capability that, uh, of people that are not elected, that should not have you know, regulatory authority, the things that they've been able to do to us in our community is oppressive. And, and we're, we're resilient people, so we work around it. We pay it begrudgingly. We give up to the government more money than we actually get to keep ourselves. We, we, we scrape and eat pennies. What does that sound like? When, when your profits are 2% and the government's taking 6, 7, 8, 9, 10%. When property taxes are 40 grand and your business doesn't even make 40 grand. That is the infiltration of foreign interests into our society. That's what, that's what the symptoms are that come from yielding your sovereignty to foreign nations and to foreign powers. And the corporatism was taken over our country. Absolutely. And I want to, um, so I want to go back because we talk about consequences of a stolen election a lot on this show. I want to go back to January 17th of 2021, three days before uh, Scrotus Biden took his oath of office, uh, allegedly, um, and pull up A9, if you would. So this is, again, it's from Reuters. It's January 17th, 2021. Exclusive Trump admin slams China's Huawei, halting shipments from Intel, others say sources. The Trump administration notified Huawei suppliers, including chipmaker Intel, that it is revoking certain licenses to sell to the Chinese company and intends to reject dozens of other applications to supply the telecommunications firm. People familiar with the matter told Reuters. And if you jump to the next one, please. The United States made the latest decisions during a half a dozen meetings starting on January 4th with senior officials from the Departments of Commerce, State, Defense, and Energy, the source said. 
The officials developed detailed guidance with regard to, the te to which technologies were capable of 5G and then applied that standard the person added. That meant issuing denials for the vast majority of the roughly 150 disputed applications, revoking the eight licenses to make those consistent with the latest denials, the source said. The U.S. action came after pressure from a Trump appoint, uh, from a recent Trump appointee in the Commerce Department, Corey Stewart, who wanted to push through hardline China policies after being hired for a two-month stint in the agency at the end of the administration. Trump has targeted Huawei in other ways. Meng Wanzhou, Huawei's chief financial officer, was arrested in Canada in December of 2018 on a U.S. warrant. Meng, the daughter of Huawei's founder and the company itself, were indicted for misleading banks about its business in Iran. Meng has said she's innocent. Huawei has denied the claims of spying and pleaded not guilty to the indictment, which also includes charges of violating U.S. sanctions against Iran and conspiring to steal trade secrets from American technology companies. So that was the Trump, you can pull that down, that was the Trump administration's hardline stance on China and specifically Chinese technology companies. Um, and, you know, I'm going to bring up elections again. W there was a, a policy institute that came out last year with uh, plans to address election integrity. And one of their recommendations was building a U.S. supply chain to create computers, American-made computers. You can't do it. Maybe we could in a decade or so, but the chips, the components, all the pieces and parts are not made here. We don't have that supply chain. And uh, we're, seeing, we're seeing that with this Huawei story. So Trump took a very hard line on, uh, on, China, uh, on our foreign policy with China. He took a very hard line on Huawei. Uh, we heard throughout the Trump administration, we heard about Huawei. And... The Biden administration is now saying that they're going to take a hard stance on China. Um, I don't exactly know what a hard stance on China would look like, but I just want to take everybody back to 2019 again. And if you could play C1, Mr. Producer. Sorry, I know I'm going a little bit out of order. C1? C1. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so we'll get into wait, it in wait, just a sec. Yeah, there we go. This is a crisis. This is no time for Donald Trump's record of hysterical xenophobia. Biden's son inked a billion-dollar deal with a subsidiary of the Bank of China. China is going to eat our lunch? Come on, man. They're not bad folks, folks. Since the outbreak, the Communist Party has been mobilizing overseas organizations to buy local supplies and send them to China. It is in our self-interest that China continue to prosper. What a beautiful history we wrote together. Banning all travel will not stop it. The president is right. That travel restriction on China, as every public health official we've talked to said, bought the country time. That was a very smart move right there. Hysterical xenophobia. Yeah, xenophobia. I complimented him on, uh, on dealing with China. I'm not going nuts. So that was a campaign ad, prophetic, you might say. Um, and, uh, and the Biden's foreign policy with China is uh, 
terribly concerning and you know we need to do another show on the hunter biden laptop to get into a lot of those business crimes there well i want to point something out guys if you'll actually pull this up i just sent you a google um link and that's a search link mr producer if you can put that up the the search link that i just put up um is what Google shows for when you put Joe Biden in China. Now, there's a lot going on between uh, the, this administration and China, but Google blocks anyone from getting access to that information. Instead, what they put up about China is Vice President Biden goes to China. <laughs> so, Vice President, go, go halfway down, if you will, Mr. Producer. And it'll say, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going. So as you start to go through some of these things that are on Google, it will, it, it, they're old, old. They're old, old. But if you actually go to different uh, DuckDuckGo um, or others, you'll find that there's lots of information coming out about what's happening in China and related to what happened with, go ahead and take it down, what, what is going on related to Hunter Biden and the possible DOJ charges that are to follow. Here's the problem as we start talking about these issues that are happening on our on our soil. And I say it all the time, and you guys are going to just be like, Joe, you just keep beating a dead horse. It's not a dead horse. It's still alive and running around. And that is the reason why we're here is because of election fraud. They've been stealing elections for decades. And now we're just waking up to it because of how badly they had to steal the election in 2020 and how unpopular the Democrats and Joe Biden were holistically. And that's why we're facing the things that we're facing today. Yep. So as, as we dig into all the purposeful happenings that are happening in our country and even inflation, you know, the inflation in the U.S. right now is 9.1%. It's the highest globally. China sits at, sits at just over 4%. There's other countries that are somewhere around 7 or 6%. But that index changed about five years ago. So the inflation index is not 9.1%. It's nearly 19% if you take into account those goods that are highly consumable, hi highly consumed. So uh, energy-based products, food, uh, building products, um, all of the things that, that affect, and most of the things that we, we buy from foreign nations. Yeah. So, go ahead. Yeah, so I want to um, I want to pull up, we're going <laughs> to... This, this story, I, I read this this morning, and I, I mean, I sent, it, I sent it everywhere to everyone. If you could pull up uh, B1, please. Or actually, oh, I missed a... I think I, I swapped them out. B2 first and then B1. Sorry about that. So uh, this is Naomi Wolf, Dr. Naomi Wolf, uh, who was a former, former Clinton advisor. And she is uh, a frequent um, guest and, and pundit on the Steve Bannon uh, show on, on War Room. B2. B2, uh, Mr. Producer. Uh, so she's this Facing the Beast is, is uh, the name of this piece. And she starts off, I'm not going to go into all the stories about the bear, but she starts off talking about a bear. And Joe, it's just what you were talking about a few minutes ago in that they, um, you know, she's, she's telling the story about how she's sitting on her porch and this bear comes up. And she sort of knows the bear because she saw the bear as a cub. And they didn't scare the bear off. They didn't take their property. They didn't set those expectations expectations with the bear when he was small when he was just you know in the yard a little bit and now the bear thinks her house is is his and now the bear has taken over and t and taken the uh the um 
you know she's she's terrified uh she's calling the police she's trying she's alone in her cottage in the woods and she's afraid she's going to be eaten by a bear and she's using this as a metaphor for the uh, ccp so now if you go to b1 and i apologize for getting those mixed up so you'll see here she says why do i tell this story because the bear had been growing more and more comfortable emerging from the woods he grew more and more comfortable exploring our trash and then he took over territory and exploring our lawn he was habituated ultimately as bear watchers say he had ownership of the lawn and was circling the house to mark his territory he was comfortable in the la in, at last in stalking the homeowners he was here because i had done nothing to stop him he was here because i let him slowly take over our home not being able to look directly at the bear did not make me feel any safer my denial put me in greater danger this of course really happened but that doesn't mean it's not also a metaphor and so it's a metaphor we're going to talk about now china's role in covid 19. well we know that covid 19 came from wuhan china we yep. know that it was manufactured in a bio lab yep and if we want to look forward to what happened in ukraine and what and and when Putin came out and said, I'm going to walk into Ukraine, I'm going to get rid of the biolabs and the Nazism that exists in that country. He's exposed both of those things. But the media is saying, oh, that's f fake news, it's false news, Twitter's taking down people. Uh, I've been attacked viciously for saying that I'm pro-Putin. And that, if, that it's anti-American to be pro-Ukraine or to be pro-Russia and not pro-Ukraine. Well, I'm not Ukrainian. I'm not Russian. I'm looking on the outside from everything that we're seeing. But the amount of biolabs that happen in Ukraine is unbelievable. They're not talking about it. But it's not 5 or 10 or 15 or 20. They've found nearly 50 biolabs. Yeah. And we know that China, in partnership with Fauci, was working on gain of function. And that gain-of-function was being funded by the NIH. They were funding gain-of-function research in order to release a virus on the American people. Now, most of you would say, no one is that evil. Uh, who's not that evil? They're, they're letting murderers out on the street. They're paroling. In California, they just paroled a man who was on, serving a life sentence for murder. He gets out, and he murders someone. Of course he did. And everyone who could have seen that coming? We, we have a system designed to create victimology within our communities, to, to create fear. That's why we saw BLM. That's why we saw Antifa. So as we look at holistically what we're dealing with with China and, and with, Wuhan, with the Wuhan lab, excuse me, the Wuhan lab and the China virus, the, the coronavirus, Biden wants to say it's xenophobia. He wants to say that we're, we're somehow afraid of, we're not afraid of them. We're realizing where the evil is coming from. And the alignment with that evil. And so as we, as we look at COVID-19 and now the, the connections between, which I think we should talk about, the connection between China and the pharmaceutical companies. Oh, yeah. We're going to get it into it. It comes full circle. It and comes full circle. And, and so the, the mainstream narrative, the, the establishment wants us to believe that they're reacting, right? They're reacting to these things that are happening, the, the, you know, the war between Russia and Ukraine. We as Americans have to react. Um, the, the China, you know, chi <laughs> they want you to believe that they are reacting when really this is a, a, 
this is playing out as as they want it to, and we're going to see some of that because I, I, I don't think you can make this many you know mistakes. Um, so, so this came from the article. I want to talk about this because we're going to get into what the what has been the silencing of doctors. Yeah. A couple a couple types of people we talked about it yesterday that I like to talk to. One, I like to talk to people who are. I want to know if they support Biden. Now, so far, I'm I'm one for thirty, and Mr. Producer uh, uh, Apollo will tell you that I'll, I'll talk to people at the waitress. I'm like, so how do you th- how do you feel about Biden? <laughs> I'll talk to the person behind me at the grocery store. I bet your wife loves this. No, oh, she hates it. Yeah, that's why she won't go anywhere <laughs> with me. But I, when when I sit down at and uh, and have conversations or fellowship when I'm at church, where wherever I am. I'm always asking people curious questions. Now, I built some great relationships that way. Mm-hmm. I, I'm yet, even the person that said, I, I trust Biden, I, at that point, as soon as they said they trusted Biden, I was curious as to why. Like, what has Biden done to make your life better? And he, he couldn't answer the question. And he got frustrated. And I said, hold on a second, time out, time out. I didn't even tell you which side of the aisle I'm on. He goes, I know who you are. <laughs> I was like, dang it. Okay, so I couldn't get past that, but I did want to know. I wanted to understand. I go, look, tell me. Give me knowledge. Change, and I'm not asking you to change my mind. I'm asking you to give me places where I can research, where maybe, I'm, maybe I need to be blue-pilled. Maybe I'm going the wrong way. Obviously, I'm not, so don't, don't switch the channel yet. I'd love to watch somebody blue-pill you. I think right, that would be funny. But, but I wanted to have as much humility as possible so I could learn something from them. And I think that's the way when you have an open mind that you can get to, because ultimately, when I went to the Middle East and Africa, I thought they were terrorists. When I first went to the Middle East, I thought all Muslims were terrorists. And some of you still believe that. Some of you will listen to, you know, Muslims don't believe in God and Allah and Issa al-Masiyah. And I was like, well, they believe in Jesus. And they're like, no, they don't. No, he was just a prophet. No, he was the perfect prophet. So I learned a lot by going to the Middle East and having this, this humility. I also learned that the United States was, was a murderer. I mean, if we were a person, we, we murdered people, innocent people, and not just in the act of war. And the reason why I bring that up is because in this article by Naomi Wolf, she talks about it being an act of war. Let's go to B4 if we can. So it says, when I saw 18 months worth of sudden deaths, slow deaths, uh, encephalitis, strokes, heart attacks, uh, pericarditis, myocarditis, Guillain-Barr, Bell's palsy, MS, blood clots, lung clots, leg clots, blue-green breast milk, spontaneous abortions, stillborns, uh, neonatal seizures, neonatal uh, multiple organ system failure, liver damage, kidney damage, suppressed lactation, suppressed sperm count, disrupted menses, all detailed in Pfizer documents. In Pfizer documents, when I saw the fact that 34,000 plus of the 42,000 plus adverse events cases itemized in the worldwide rollout of the Pfizer injections were sustained in the U.S., with the next largest group being sustained in Western Europe, and that the 56 countries around the world that also had Pfizer injections rolled out amounted for only a bit over 7,000 events total, I knew I was seeing not just medicine gone wrong on a massive scale, but rather I was seeing an act of war. Go ahead and take it down, Mr. Producer. An act of war. 
And if and and as you go on and talk about this stuff, and as, as she goes through and doc documents, see what the left doesn't do is they don't they don't document what's really happening. They ignore the facts. And what's really important about Dr. Naomi Wolf's reporting is that she's not, you know, the, the medical community will tell you that VAERS is, is wrong, right? That, oh, it's, it's you know. So the, the DMED database yeah. is wrong, too, because they scrubbed yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. But, but much of this reporting and a lot of the work that, that Dr. Wolf has done on this topic of vaccines and COVID-19 comes from the Pfizer documentation. She started out, if you pull up uh, B3, please, Mr. Producer, you can see that the same week she's telling the bear story was the week that she was reporting the, the Pfizer data drop. Um, she was finalizing her reporting on that. The heart of the manufacture and distribution of millions of doses of the mRNA vaccines that are causing such a swath of death and destruction throughout North America and Western Europe is enmeshed with the plans, methods, and manufacturing infrastructure of our existential adversary. The enemy is within our very bodies. Since I first started reading the reports produced by the 3,000 medical and scientific experts of the War Room slash Daily Clout Pfizer Documents Research Volunteers Team, based on the 55,000 Pfizer documents released under court order, I knew I was seeing not just medicine gone, gone wrong, not just a greedy pharmaceutical company and a regulatory agency that was fully corrupted, but rather, or additionally, I was seeing a massive act of war. And as you say, she goes through to make this case that, that this is not just, um, you know, it's not just that they're reacting to this terrible virus that took over the world. This is a plan that is rolling out and the data supports her conclusions. Okay, this is even worse. Put up B6 for a second. Again, this is just in her article. When I saw a study out of Hong Kong in 2021, a study that, of course, was questionable to the CCP. Answerable. Answerable, excuse me, yeah. answerable. I do need glasses. I already have glasses. I, oh, I can't, okay. Answerable to the CCP. That reveals that a second dose, a booster, and okay, so you know what progressives are? Mm -hmm. Do you have progressives? Oh, glasses? Lenses. Yeah. So I'm still learning this progressive deal. You know where you. You look, have the bifocal yeah, and then bifocal, the regular. Yeah. No, I'm not that old yet. Oh. <laughs> ah, shots fired. <laughs> that revealed that a second dose, a booster, into the bloodstream of mice results in visible enlarged hearts with white patches that could be seen by the naked eye, as well as a cytokine, cytokine storm. storms and liver damage. I realized that two-dose regime and that the boosters were slow, but progressive, progressive ways to damage and then destroy the health of Western patients. The study concluded post-vaccination myocarditis is reported after immunization with coronavirus disease 2019 messenger RNA, mRNA vaccines. And yet with the CCP overseen findings that the injected mammals with the mRNA vaccine, their hearts were visibly damaged and the worldwide injection program kept going. And it's still going. It's still going. They're, they're trying to push this on kids now. And they have the data in the Pfizer documentation that it is not safe and effective. It is killing people. And they're keep, they, they, they keep going. And if you look at the picture, put it back up, Mr. Producer. If you look at the picture, it shows the, the increases of pericarditis, and then if you get to the mRNA vaccine, you'll see the enlarged heart, you'll see the enlarged liver, you'll, you'll see the, the white fatty tissue around it. I mean, th this is, and this is just a mouse. 
Uh, tired of feeling like someone's always watching on the internet. Maybe advertisers know a little too much about you. IP Vanish is a solution for you. You can use IP Vanish on your, your computer, tablets, phones. You can use it on multiple devices at the same time without sacrificing speed. Um, they're for you, and, and here's the thing, it, it, it blocks advertisers, hackers, um, your ISP, third parties from getting access to information to you, uh, blocks people from getting access to your passwords. All the data is encrypted. And for our listeners, you can get 70% off their yearly plan for listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. It's like getting nine months for free. It's super easy to use. All you do is tap one button. A disclaimer, if you are using things, True Social, you have to turn off the VPN. If you are using things like uh, vMix, uh, Chevy apps, or things like that. So there are some things that does need a dedicated IP, um, and it recognizes that. So just keep that in mind. So go to ipvanish.com slash daily, use promo code daily, and save your 70% off. What do you think it's doing to your body? Mm-hmm. And, and my fear is that I have, I have family and friends who have gotten the vaccine. Go ahead, take it down, yeah. Mr. Producer. Yeah, I think we all do, right? is that we are yet to see the outcome. We are yet to see the long-term or long-tail problems with this vaccine. And we've, we've seen, how many people have we seen in, in uh, Los, you know, I'll call them the, the Hollywood elites, these crap bags that are literally disconnected from all reality. What are we seeing happen there? Every single day, there's a new person dropping dead. Pro athletes, 50-year-old pro athlete, uh, Michael Johnson uh, played for the Steelers, played for the the Patriots, dropped dead. Yeah, dropped dead. Yeah, and the soccer players that we've never seen that before, right? Where people, the soccer players, some of the the healthiest people in the world, because they're running all the time in cardio, just dropping dead. Just, just dropping on the field, super normal. Um, so we talked about that's. So we talked about the medical data from these Pfizer documents. But what's really explosive about this story <laughs> that Dr. Wolf put out? Yeah, I know you're looking at it. What's really explosive about this study that she's put out is uh, the the business relationships and the financial um, agreements in the back end. Can you pull up B7, please? We were told that Pfizer BioNTech is a German company, but it is actually a German Chinese company. Since I first found out that Pfizer BioNTech had an MOU, Memo Memorandum of Understanding, with Fosun Pharmaceuticals, a major CCP-linked pharmaceutical company based in Shanghai, to make the mRNA vaccines, I knew that with a bit more digging, I would find China at the heart of these acts of war. BioNTech's SEC filing. U.S. regulator SEC filing shows that the MOU with Fosun Pharmaceuticals includes an equity investment by Fosun in BioNTech. In other words, the CCP is an equity investor in BioNTech. Quote, as part of the strategic alliance with the Shanghai Fosun Pharmaceutical Group, Company Limited, whereby the two companies will work together on the development of BNT-162 in China, Fosun agreed to make an equity investment, which was received in mid-April of 2020. The, ch- the issuance of the $1.58 million, or, or sorry, $1.58 ordinary million ordinary shares with the nominal amount of, I don't know what currency that is, of 1581, mm-hmm. was registered with the commercial register... Hansel register as of April 23, 2020. Not only that, but, quote, Ayman Hui, 
president of Global R&D and chief medical officer of Fosun Pharma said, quote, we are closely working with BioNTech regulatory authorities to evaluate the safety and, effect and efficacy of the vaccine candidate in order to synchronize the development process in China with other countries and to bring the vaccine to the public as soon as possible if the vaccine succeeds. That's from the FEC, the SEC filing. Well, I think the interesting part about that is timing. April timing. 2020. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, li listen to me. Th this is this is not all. This this is not. I mean, it doesn't seem like it's. <laughs> it seems like it's on purpose. Mm. We we were just getting locked down. Like March is when we first got locked down. Yeah. Now they're they're automatically talking about a vaccine. They supposedly don't know anything about this COVID nineteen vaccine or virus. They don't know how deadly it is. It's going to kill everyone. Grandma's going to die. You got to lock down. That happened in March. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden. But only for two weeks to stop the spread. But all of a sudden you go from that in March to April. A We're now talking about a vaccine for COVID-19. That's how fast this happened. So can it possibly happen that fast where you're learning about a virus Oh, that's right. It's called COVID-19. They knew about this all the way back in 2019. And and then pull in Dr. Burks's revelations in her book about how about how she was hiding data and inflating numbers to push specific policy decisions that impacted the lives of ordinary Americans. And this this vaccine that we were mandated to take and was forced on our service members, on people in office buildings, on really all of society, and uh, and and now on children. Okay, so this this gets even worse. Okay, I want to just kind of give you the lowdown. This this gets even worse if we go to Mr. Producer B nine. Now I'm not going to talk to you about the top part in 2003. They acquired a stake of this other Chinese company. And what I want to talk to you about is that how they hide things. And you remember that Dominion Voting Systems has Dominion Voting Systems in the US, has Dominion Voting Systems in China, has Dominion Voting Systems in different parts of the world and different, in different countries. And they use this corporate structure in order to flow and push things to different places so that they can be absolved from any dollars that they get in for from Soros or uh, from, we'll call it dark money. So on one side you have the nonprofit networks of nonprofits that work together in order to hurt and victimize the American people, but now you have them building corporate structures so that they can avoid detection. But they didn't really. So in this, if you look through um, in the Biotech Folsom MOU, that now Fosun owns almost half, is owned turned directly by Chinese state, and that's reported to the CCP. But Fosun Pharma is not in China. They didn't stay in China. They came here. So Fosun Pharmaceuticals is now Fosun Pharmaceuticals USA, with branches for R&D and product formation in Boston, Massachusetts, and Princeton, New Jersey. So it's no longer a Chinese company. It's owned by a Chinese company, but they've done the transition. Remember the slow boil? Slow boil of it, hey, it's a Chinese entity, and then they buy into a U.S. company, then they develop a U.S. company here that is controlled by the CCP, and now they can go bid on contracts and do R&D, and, and they can use us as guinea pigs right here on our own soil. Yeah. They, they don't even have to do it in, in Wuhan anymore. Right. 
They can create an epicenter and drop the virus, drop any virus, drop anything to kill Americans right here. Yeah. So one of the things that's uh, important to know about this Fosun Pharma USA uh, facility, if you could pull up, please, B10. And again, Fosun isn't just, you know, a Chinese company. They are the CCP. They are beholden to the CCP. All Chinese companies are beholden to the CCP. The FDA filing for the Fosun Pharma USA facility says the facility is authorized to develop specifications, including for the PCR tests and antigen tests it creates, and that the facility can also have U.S. agents. This is crucial. Fosun Pharmaceuticals does not just partner with Pfizer BioNTech to make the COVID-19 vaccines. They make, as noted, the PCR tests that are the one primary metric that determine the scale of the pandemic in North America and Western Europe, and thus the lockdowns of whole countries, whole industrial sectors. A CCP-run company and CCP-created product thus decides who can go to work or school, who must close his or her shop, who can or cannot travel in all of Europe and the U.S. A CCP-run company decides the formulation of the PCR and antigen tests that go deep into the nasopharyngeal cavities of Westerners who are forced week after week to test and test and test with these products. And then uh, I think we have an image. I don't know if we have the image uh, for B11. I don't know if you were able to pull that up, but it's it's just an image yeah, of the, the Fosun uh, Pharmaceuticals page. You can see these are the PCR uh, kits for the testing that was done. And remember, the testing, there was a moment when we stopped talking about deaths, we started talking about cases, and case rates were driving all of the COVID policies during times of lockdowns, and these Test kits that they were using are made in China. I was at the library uh, a few months ago, and they said, oh, do you need COVID tests? You can pull that down. Do you need COVID tests? And I'm like, you guys have COVID tests? They're like, oh, yeah, we can give you up to eight, up to eight boxes of two tests. So I got the boxes made in China on the, on the boxes, given out for free at public libraries. So so here's, here's another thing that she put in there at the end game. So let's put up B15, if you would, please. Because I don't want to talk about Biden standing up for China, which is unbelievable. <laughs> How better to cripple the world than superpower, other superpower than by destroying our American front lines and our American next generation with taunted, tainted, murderous vaccines flowing easily through the West via not even that many shell companies and cutouts? How easy to do the same in Western Europe to Canada to Australia as a whole? Guys, they haven't. They, I don't think they've done this. They are doing this. Yeah. Take all of the above and consider that the virus originated in China, and now all of the test apparatuses, as well as millions of the vaccines and catastrophically damaged or lethal solutions to the virus, also originate from the same folks. The same leadership cadre who brought the world forced abortions, citizen welded into their homes, Uyghur concentration, Uyghur concentration camps, and organ harvesting. This, this, is, this is the reality of China. Yep. Now let me let me ask you this: What do you think? I mean, do you think that that organ harvesting is not happening in the United States? Oh, of course it is. Uh, we we have we have people in Los Angeles all over that are that are talking about ritualistic eating of drinking of blood and eating of flesh. 
they're not hiding it from us. Right. It's not as if they're saying, oh, we're not doing that, and it's some secret society. They're bringing it to the forefront as if it's a normalized cultural event. And this is a country, China, who has a, over a billion people who would force you to have an abortion. You can only have one child. It, it was, they, were, they were forcing population control on their environment. Now it's two kids. Now you can have two kids. Because what better way to take over the world than to kill the rest of the world and make sure that you can repopulate on your side of the world? Yeah. This is a real thing. This is a real thing. This is so. Before we get into Biden, there's one more thing from this story that I want to pull up. And you know, you're a tech CEO. You've done lots of agreements I with was. other companies. You've done were you've done lots of agreements with other companies. No, no, no. I I saw an article that came out that we are going to sue about this one. I, I talked to to my attorney, and they were like, "This is absurd." But I'm I I was I was a marketing company guy. Don't please don't call me a tech CEO because it was just a marketing company. So, um, so if you it's can pull up B thirteen, please, Mister Producer. This is this this part's really fascinating. So this is from BioNTech's Pfizer BioNTech's SEC filing. It reports as one hundred percent achieved a tech transfer to China, not to a Chinese company or a Chinese individual, but to the country of China. Further, the SEC filing explains that it will affect the technology transfer with China after marketing approval has been granted. I don't know what technology transfer or tech transfer means in this SEC filing. SEC filing experts who have reviewed it for me suggested that this can mean IP, manufacturing methodologies, formulas, data, or all four. But surely it is significant that the company BioNTech has declared as 100% complete or in process, a tech transfer to China. It is not sharing the tech or licensing the tech. It is transferring the tech. That means, in some capacity, China will be or is in charge of some aspect of BioNTech's technology. However, that is defined here. So one of the things that really strikes me about this, this information that's disclosed in this SEC filing, is that the American people largely paid for this, right? The amount of money that was poured into these ph pharmaceutical companies, the amount of money that Trump gave them to do Operation Warp Speed, all of the things the American people paid for. Pfizer got a cut, and now China owns it all. Yeah. It's treasonous. Okay, so then how do we, what do we, what do, we do about it? I, wanna, I want you to hear how Biden is defending China. Remember, we sent a million barrels to a company that Hunter Biden owns a stake in, still 10% stake in. Mm -hmm. Let's go ahead and play C1. Biden's standing up for China again. I'm ready to go. This is a crisis. This is no time for Donald Trump's record of hysterical xenophobia. Biden's son inked a billion-dollar deal with a subsidiary of the Bank of China. China is going to eat our lunch? Come on, man. They're not bad folks, folks. Since the outbreak, the Communist Party has been mobilizing overseas organizations to buy local supplies and send them to China. It is in our self-interest that China continue to prosper. What a beautiful history we wrote together. Banning all travel will not stop it. The president is right. That travel restriction on China, as every public health official we've talked to said, bought the country time. That was a very smart move right there. Xenophobia. Xenophobia. 
I complimented him on uh, on dealing with China. I'm not going nuts. Well, we uh, we we keep talking about China. We talk about stolen elections. We talk about this stuff as the radical left does what they do, and they write articles saying by stupid people, by the way. Some of the dumbest human beings known to man are journalists. I don't know if we can call them journalists. They no. have no journalistic curiosity. They're just mouthpieces for the state. So there's an article written by the, the Boulder Daily or, or something. Boulder Weekly. Yeah. Boulder Weekly. And they wrote this article saying that I was, I mean, it, it, is, it is probably the most slanderous article I've ever encountered. No value. Like, there's no value to this piece. And at the very end, they had to say, that this doesn't necessarily represent the opinions of the Boulder Weekly. Weekly. Because they know it's slanderous, and they know it's not true, and they know it's just more of the same lies, and I'm their target. And saying, this is what they're going to do to us. This is what they're going to do to Americans. They're going to come after me. They're going to come after Ash. They're going to come after Mike Lindell. Until we decide to stand up and punch these, metaphorically, punch these piece of trash, evil communists in the face. I did say metaphor. See, I had to say metaphorically before it. Because otherwise, these piece of trash. I, I w- I'm going to stand by this. The media, they, they, in large part, are nothing but minions for this agenda to destroy everything that this globe stands for. And in watching China, I've watched China in Africa trade all natural resources for a few roads. I'm not kidding you. And military bases. They have military bases all over Africa now. Chinese do. But if you look at the influence in China, in countries in Africa, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. They'll build a hospital and get access to oil reserves worth a billion dollars for building a hospital. Mm -hmm. Because the people in Africa don't understand the value of that oil. They they don't even know. you 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 could argue the people in Nigeria do. Because if you've ever been to the Niger Delta... It's a it's a wasteland, and the oil that's still seeping out of the ground in the Niger Delta, it, it is the equivalent of a disaster site. The average, I think the 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 um, life expectancy there is like thirty four years mm-hmm. in that area, thirty four years. But they have little refineries that they set up, and and they sell that gas on the side of their street. And so you'll see burned bodies and people that have been burned because the, those makeshift refineries blow up. This is a reality for China-controlled environments. But we're no better. And, and this is where we, we start talking to Democrats in certain environments where I have to go, hmm, I think you're kind of right. Because if we go back to the Madeleine Albright we go back to the Madeleine Albright era of 1996 where she said, where she was asked on 60 Minutes, is it worth it? You know, half a million Iraqi kids died. This is before September, or excuse me, this is before the September 11th bombings that killed over 3,000 of our people. This is before the hijackings, before we went into Iraq, we killed a half million kids. I'm going to say something that you're not going to like. But while we've been apathetic, while we have been comfortable, while we've been sitting on our couch eating Cheetos and 
eating burgers and, and talking about the American spirit, this apparatus inside of our government has been out there with impunity bullying and murdering women, children, and families all over the world. So stealing elections in our country is, is, is the reality of what they've done to every nation around the world. They have never respected the sovereignty of other nations. And people dying to them is fun. Evil enjoys it. And the reality of China and the U.S., everyone wants to stand on the side of the U.S. I am not anti-American. I am proud to be an American. I want to save our nation. But the fundamental value of what we have enjoyed over the last 240 years is not the same value. We talk with one value, and the selected leadership act with a different one. And I would argue that they act the same way that, that England did against us back in the 1700s and 1600s when they colonized this nation and killed off Native Americans. See, things can both be true. You, you can say things like, I didn't enslave anyone. I didn't believe in slavery. I didn't own slaves. My ancestors didn't own slaves. And still say that there was systematic destruction of societies that continues today. Think about what I just said. It's important to understand that. It's, it's important. I think it's important to understand it. I think it's important to understand history, not because it dictates how you should go forward in the future, but because if they keep us focused on things that are divisive and things that are painful and things that do point to bad things, it takes away from the bad things that they're doing today against the people. And we're lining up on football teams. But we're no better than China. Well, our government apparatus is largely, largely to blame for most of, most of the death and destruction that happened globally. Most of it. Most of the death that has been experienced. Most of the wars that have been fought. Two countries. You have America on one side, you have China on the other. And we've created this friction in the middle where those people become useful idiots or victims. Well, and what's really, you know, I think painful for us to realize is that, you know, w w they told us that they were doing all of that in the name of democracy, right? In the name of building a freer and fairer world. No, they weren't. They were making themselves rich, they were laundering money, and they were subjugating other peoples outside of our borders. And we need to wake up to that, and we need to see what's been going on. Um, you know, you said before you're getting, uh, you know, attacked as being pro-Putin. Um, I don't think you're pro-Putin. Uh, maybe you are now, but I don't think you're pro-truth. Pro We're not going to participate in the lie. We're not going to put a Ukrainian flag on our profile and wear a shirt that says, I stand with Ukraine, when the U.S. government is protecting its subversive interests that have been absolutely against the will of the American people. They've been lying to us. Their crimes are out in the open now. And it's up to us, because in America, still on paper, we are the government. We are in control. Yeah. and. When, when, when we talk about the, these things that they're doing, whether we're talking about Huawei or we're talking about you know, China's connection to Big Pharma, Pfizer, and some of the things that are happening in our country, m most of you don't want to deal with it. 
most of you don't want to engage. We, we don't want to have these conversations. We feel like we're having conversations with ourselves. And, or you feel helpless or hopeless. Well, we just have to break down those apparatuses. We have to break it down. And if, if we truly want peace, and this is where interesting conversations can happen with people that you might see that you're at conflict with. Like the woman that I talked to yesterday night who has a nose ring and she is visibly, definitely, 100% an Antifa BLM supporter. 150,000%. There's no way she had a little thing on her arm, you know, whatever, the little fist thing on Tommy her arm. fist. But I just started talking to her. And I go, I bet you we, we probably agree with more things than, than you think. And, and I took the chance of her not being a Satanist because she had a smile on her face and she was actually very nice. Turns out she wasn't. She just wanted to be different. But most people recognize that they, they do want peace. People want to have a peaceful environment. Now, we don't ideologically line up. I don't, I don't line up. And the question she asked me, she asked me a simple question. Do you believe that transgenders are women? I was like, absolutely not. No, 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 no. I go, and it's scientifically proven. Now, you could say you are whatever you want, but I'll tell you you're mentally ill. And she smiled at me and said, well, see, this is where we disagree. You, you hate transgenders. No, I don't think they're transgender. I think they're a man is a man is a woman is a woman. Now, what you decide you, you want to do, uh, that's between you and God. But we had a 25-minute conversation that ended amicably, and I know when, when she walked away, she had to think about what we talked about. So that leads me to the last part, which is you have to become an advocate for truth. You have to become an ambassador of truth. You, you have to read the doctrine of the lesser magistrates. You have to become the lesser magistrates. You have to become the person that actually stands in the gap and does the things that are necessary in order to protect our country. And I say this every day. And people get to this part and they go, oh my gosh, Joe, you're telling us again what we need to do. And I'm telling you that, yes, that's what I'm telling you to do. I'm telling you to do the things that are necessary to get you to take that final step, that last step to volunteer, get involved, do the things that are necessary, walk door to door. Anyone here will tell you that I will engage with anyone. Anyone. Me too. I, every, I, I am like a, I am, I am a truth witness, like a Jehovah witness, but only for the truth. <laughs> and I walk out and I talk to people every single day. And you need to as well. Yep. Well, that's it for this episode. We're, we're at the end. We're out of time. Yeah, but we encourage everybody to, to read the piece. We'll make sure that, that we get out. I think it's on my Telegram, but I'll make sure. The piece from Naomi Wolf, read into the Huawei, and look at, uh, this is not, none of this is hidden. Um, it's all out in the open. Look up China Belt and Road, and look at the U.S. government's involvement in China Belt and Road. Look at the maps, and see uh, see what they're building, and and, you know, speculate on what that means for us. Uh, we can't, we can't pretend like this isn't happening. Oh. We can't pretend like, you know, our, our government has us, the people's best interests in heart. They don't. They don't. They're, they, they want to hold on to their power. They are trying to keep their phony baloney jobs right now, and that is it. They, uh, they like their power. That's why we hear climate emergency being tossed around now. We're going to have a climate emergency declared by the alleged Scrotus, uh, in, Scrotus. in the next so-called ruler of the United States. Uh, it's it's th this is this is happening. They like their power. They they have a stranglehold on it, and they think they got away with it once, and they're going to try and do it again. It's up to us to stop them. Well, they they are doing it. You see what they're doing to Kerry Lake yeah. in Arizona. Now they're neck and neck. 
from you know being up 18% or 19% to being neck and neck, they're going to steal more elections if we let them. Two things have to happen. Three things. You have to close primaries. If you're not a Republican, you, can't, you shouldn't be able to vote in a primary, period. Period. And, and it should be a six-month deal before. And if they're going to play that game, then I say that all the Republicans just start reg registering as a Democrat and we'll start putting candidates in the Democrat Party. Right? Join the Democrat Party and run for the Democrat deal and we'll just We'll just take over the Democrat Party, too. I think the two parties have lost so much public trust and I so agree. much respect that I, I think right now is prime time to for the people to go in the middle and rebuild their own party. Yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of where I'm at. I think that's the power behind FEC United, by the way, mm -hmm. which stands for Faith, Education, and Commerce. It's really clear what we stand for. It's not clear what the Democrats stand for. It's definitely not clear what the Republicans stand for. No, they stand There's for the no values. Thing. Big government. And, and neither one, by the way, hangs its hat on faith. Right, right. So, so imagine having a party, and I'm just thinking out loud right now, but imagine having a party based on the principle of faith, first. Education, second. So we're talking about what education should be, the, th the pillars of our society, commerce, how people make a living and be able to support their family. So powerful, those three things. Mm -hmm. And we talk about policy and politics as well, and we can talk about what's necessary to get people to go back into their community and vote for the, what the community needs, not what some big pharma company or lobbyist needs. Where's our lobbyists? See, our lobbyists are supposed to be the leadership that's in, in our government. But they largely listen to people that are self-interested and self-dealing. So where are we left? They, they want to get rid of and do this assault Rifles van. Well, we're, tomorrow, by the way, we're going to be doing a, a advocacy blast on that specifically. We're going to go after the fact that they're trying to pass a ban to take away your right as a lawful American to carry a gun. They're taking away your right. While, by the way, feeding our kids psychotropic drugs. It's amazing. Yeah. All right, let's go ahead and pray. Stick around for this. Father God, thank you for the opportunity we have to be able to, to advocate for truth, to talk about truth, to give people the tools to educate themselves, and to read well below the surface. Father, thank you for the people that are fighting. Thank you for red-pilling Naomi Wolf. Thank you for giving the people in our community who are up and fighting, giving them the tools to be able to educate and to create uh, places of knowledge for others in our community. Father, thank you for waking people up. Admittedly, I wish there was more people waking up, but I don't even know how many people have woken up. But I will say that we're, we are thankful for those that are awake today. And we're thankful for the voice that we're using in order to create density so that we can take back our country. I feel like, Father, that taking back our country is its kind of a it's an endless, rudderless environment. Like, what does it mean to take back our country? I think many of us love the idea of what it means, but don't understand what it means. So, Father, I would, I would ask you to give us clarity. Give all of us clarity. Give us the wisdom to understand what it means to restore order, restore authority, your authority to our community, to give back our God-given rights and to push back on the slavery that's been created in the United States, to push back on the slavery of all of your people, Father. Father, give us the strength that we may have the stamina to recognize truth and to just 
shun the lies of the radical left and the lies of the establishment. Give us the sharp tongue to fight with. Give us the brute strength when necessary to defend those in our community. And Father, please give us the courage, the courage to know what is right and to always follow what's right, regardless of how popular it may be by the mores of society created by man's law. I would just ask you to give us the courage to stand against that grain and to become an example that others can follow. Father, we ask all of these things and thank you again for having us be, being born at such a time as this. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. amen. Prayers are working. Yeah. Keep doing them. We'll be here tonight at 4 o'clock. Uh, I think we have a guest on tonight. We're going to start publishing some extra content, and we're also going to be pushing out over the next couple weeks uh, roundtables where members will be able to interact with Ash or myself or the producer, ask questions, talk about things that are important to them. Um, we'll probably even have some guest panels. We'll have some guests. I'm a firm believer, by the way, and not just being the talking head where you're listening, but getting some engagement. That's why we've, we've done the things like, uh, you know, call on Fridays. Um, but we're going to start, we're going to start pushing out some stuff to give us, now we do have a lot of members, so it's not like we can have every member speak, but we are going to give people a voice. And um, we're going to have debate. I think it's important to have debate. So even having some of our members on the show, I think, would be kind of interesting. And say, hey, listen, we got, you know, Jeff up here. We got Rex up here. We got Faith up here. We got Deb up here. Uh, we got Thomas. Actually, Thomas, I don't think you can be on. Because <laughs> sometimes you get a little, you, you get a little, you know, frosty. No, I'm just kidding. We, we even have Thomas on. Um, who likes to uh, ignite the fire a little bit. He, he kind of gets to be a little Debbie Downer all the, uh, at times, but we still love him. But, yeah, so we're going to have a couple of great things they're going to be doing on the membership side. Um, but get involved, and uh, we'll see you tonight at 4 o'clock. Yeah, I, I would just say uh, one of the best ways that you can get involved is to use your voice. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't take much to not be silent. Uh, you, it takes courage. And that's, that's it. Your elected officials should be hearing from you every single day. You should be reaching out to them every single day. And we have the Fax Blast, which allows you to do that. Uh, let me write your letter to Congress for you. Today, uh, I said that they should all resign in disgrace. So <laughs> yeah, that, that is the, the that one is, today, is that, that they is should the resign. Today. Yeah. Yeah. So absolutely. Get, yeah. It, get in the gap. And uh, we're all in this fight together. Yeah. I'm optimistic about it. I am, too. Yeah. God bless you. God bless you guys. If you want to watch Conservative Daily Podcast, we go live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time and 4 p.m. Mountain Time. You can find us live at conservative-daily.com, on Rumble, on Frank's Beach, where we go live on Lindell TV 2 at those same times, on DLive, and now on Odyssey. You can also find our episodes at brighteon.com. Make sure you also check out the link in the description to go to the Brighteon store and prepare you and your family with the awesome storable food and other products that they have there. You can find us on the audio edition at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, Audible, and everywhere else. Make sure you go and give us a five-star review and be that ambassador of truth. Share this episode with everyone who needs to hear it. Text the word FREEDOM to 89517 and we'll shoot you a text message when we're about to go live. Check out the description for our link to the daily newsletter so you get access to the fax blasts.
We want to thank you for being a listener of Conservative Daily Podcast as we pursue truth and fight to restore our nation. We will continue to provide you with the most important information that the mainstream media will not show you. Now at conservative-daily.com, you have the option to become a member with us. Each membership option varies in access and discounts in regards to the ability to interact with the Daily Facts Blast, monthly savings, access to extra content, and interactions with the hosts and guests of the show. Go to conservative-daily.com and become a member right now for as little as $10 a month. Make sure you check out social media and find us everywhere at Conservative Daily and at Joel Oltman. We'll see you next time on Conservative Daily Podcast. It's time to do the hard work. Let's take our country back, patriots. God bless America.